want to see what we're up to or you want to send us something while you're out and about, just send us a tweet at twitter.com slash amazing places. Welcome back to These Amazing Places podcast. This is show number 109 for the week of May 24th, 2010. Welcome back to a bright, sunny day. This is Adam, and here's Doug. He's only saying that because it's not raining for the first time in like a week. Well, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but it is. Hey, it's warm outside, so let's get outside, everybody, and enjoy. enjoy. I almost said winter. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely <Okay>. not winter. <laughs> so I'm going to jump right into what we will be uh, going through this week. We will actually be doing some discussions on uh, DC, and it's not actually going to be uh, you know, actual places that we were at right away, but we do want to give you some information and kind of as an introduction to DC show. Uh, we're also going to uh, lead off, though, first with a big announcement that we've actually been working on here several weeks. And so I think you're going to enjoy that. That's actually going to work out really well, I think, for everybody, not just us. And last but absolutely not least, we have some voicemails that we're going to be playing uh, that we actually got from some friends. Uh, and we'll just let you figure out where those are at when we play them. All right. Thanks. Stick with us. And here we go. Okay, here we go, Doug. The drum roll, please. And our big announcement is that we are now officially working with uh, an official travel professional. Travel agent, travel service, everything. Yeah. And her name is Pam. She owns Thompson Travel. And we actually know her. It's, it's a personal connection. That's how we kind of got involved. But for the first time, we thought, you know what? We can finally give everyone a place to book their vacations and this is just so awesome with somebody that we know oh yeah i mean yes. we could have always told somebody yeah go to wikipedia and we've done some of that kind of stuff in the past well yeah but this because kind of ties deals everything come together and, mm-hmm. and it ties it together with somebody that we know and somebody that we know that we can trust so i feel good about when i say call pam and she'll set you up i actually feel like yeah that's really going to happen i'm not just kind of pushing you over there so as we build our relationship with talking with Pam a lot more, we may have more Thompson Travel segments and different things like that to give you guys maybe some prices or different stuff that's going Pam on. Pam actually has a lot of great insight, though, too. She does. Uh, as a lot of travel people do, mm-hmm. she has really good insight on the mistakes that many people make uh, in common when it comes to booking trips. Definitely, and she comes to the table with 20-plus years of experience, so it's definitely something we are encouraged. She does not have a big online presence and uh, we kind of just started talking to her about it, and we thought, hey, you know what? Why don't you just work with us? We had a good meeting with her this past week about it, and it's going to be a great time. We're looking forward to it because, hey, it's not only can you go to Disney and you can book online, Pam can book that through Disney, but she gets the same prices that the online prices have. And not only that, but she gets those deals ahead of time. When things come up, she can notify you if you book with her. All this stuff, and it's just a really cool deal. It, not only Disney, and I'm no, saying and she, like that's, I yes. want to say this: Universal. To... There's someone right. we are talking to that is booking Universal with her right, right now. There's all these other places that she she is just all. She's over the booking place. to Mexico. So. She's booking cruises. She's booking. Mm-hmm. But as I said, and we'll go into it more later as we do kind of some tips and stuff that she has uh, that she'll give us on a regular basis. Um, 
tips of things, secrets to know that a lot of travel agents and Expedia and all the rest of them will pull when you book a cruise and certain things like that. Mm-hmm. And not all travel agents, but many will do this. And so she kind of was real honest and has been uh, that I've known for years. I've just kind of she doesn't pull. I mean, secrets on you. She mm-hmm. says there's nothing held back. And so we'll go into more of that later. I just you know I want to really convey to everybody that Pam's a real honest uh, person. Outside of just being a travel agent, Pam's a really honest person. So, And we'll give you some personal testimony about that at a later time when we do some more shows because she told us a bunch of stories about some good stuff. Something that you need to know if you ever want to book, if you want to book a vacation right now with Pam, the number is 1-800-522-3073. And you can also, if you want to use online sources, just email us. We're going to actually be... Our initial podcast at theseamazingplaces.com is going to be our first contact. We're going to probably initiate a vacation um, booking uh, email address here in the future. So, but anyway, yeah. just talk to us. We are actually going to put her in touch. She she likes to talk to people a lot, but she'll work online if you need to. And uh, we're just going to do that for now. So uh, it's going to be fun. And we're looking forward to the, what this brings and what it's going to, because it not only we can talk about it, but now we can say now for this price, you can go here and it's going to be a great, great and it's time. It's expanding so. our horizons, which yes. is nice. So, so thanks for that. Thanks for listening so much guys. And, uh, that's our big announcement and we'll be back here. Actually, let's just play some, do you want to just announce this or do you want to just break and yeah, let's just go ahead and yeah, well, no, go ahead. You can intro make a little announcement. All right. Yeah. We should make an, uh, all right. Bob and Cheryl were in Disney last week. We're not technically doing a mouse moment. Bob and moment. Cheryl are regular listeners yes. of us. So. Yes. And they are technically, this is not a mouse moment podcast, but that's okay. We do Disney all the time on these amazing places. And if it's confusing to you, if you're a new listener, don't worry about it. We have two sites. Anyway, the point is he left, Bob left us some voicemails and uh, they're no, quite wait, fun. No, wait, before you go into these, go ahead. Yeah. I want it to be called basically... It's the Bob and Cheryl, we're here and you're not tour. Yeah. And you'll see what I mean. You'll hear what I yeah. mean when you hear the uh, voicemails. So anyway, take a listen to the voicemails and we'll be back after them. Message one. Hi, Doug and Adam. Uh, this is Bob and Cheryl calling you live from uh, Epcot and Walt Disney World. Uh, we're here and you're not. Uh, but uh, we're here for the last weekend of the Flower and Garden Festival. Uh, the highlight for us was the giraffes, uh, the toperaries. Uh, the biggest disappointment was uh, the Princess and the Frog uh, cardboard cutouts. Uh, <laughs> considering that uh, it's the Flower and Garden Festival, we thought that they could have done a better job with that. But uh, it's nice and warm down here, and uh, we're having a great time. And I uh, look forward to uh, giving you some more reports uh, during our week here at Walt Disney World. We'll talk to you later. Thanks. Message to... Hi, Doug and Adam. Uh, This is Bob and Cheryl calling you live from Disney's Hollywood Studios here at Walt Disney World. Uh, We're here and you're not. Uh, We just uh, came out of the Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater and uh, had a great experience there. Uh, We just went in for a snack, which was real good, but uh, we're going to have to uh, try it again sometime for a full meal. But would highly recommend it, uh, both for the experience and, and for the food. Earlier in the week, we experienced a Muppet Vision 3D, newly refurbished with a digital, new digital 3D film. Uh, some of the 3D effects didn't re- quite work out for me, uh, but uh, they told us they were still uh, touching it up and still trying to get, get it uh, in shape so that it would work for everybody. 
We're headed over to Fantasmic. Uh, it's still only showing a few nights a week, so the crowds to get in are quite long, but we're going to catch the second show here tonight. I uh, look forward to talking to you when we get back about our trip. We'll see you later. Thanks. Bye. Message three. Hi, Doug and Adam. This is Bob and Cheryl calling you live from Epcot at Walt Disney World. We're here and you're not. We just got uh, finished doing our fourth Kim Possible mission at, in World Showcase, and uh, we've had a r- lot of fun doing that. Uh, it's uh, really something for all ages to do, and they've put a lot of effort and a lot of work into it, and uh, would recommend all your listeners to give it a try when they're down here. Uh, we'll be talking to you later, and uh, hope to see you soon. Thanks. Bye. Message for... Hi, Doug and Adam. Uh, this is Bob and Cheryl calling you live from Magic Kingdom here in Walt Disney World. I don't know why my wife keeps making me say this, but uh, we're here and you're not. Anyway, we're having a great time. We uh, we just got done pl- uh, doing Buzz Lightyear's Astro Blasters, where I scored 961,100 points, uh, much to my wife's chagrin. But anyway, we're, we're this is our last day here. Just want to give you some updates on things that... Uh, We've observed here, as I mentioned earlier, Muppet Vision 3D has been updated to digital 3D. Uh, and uh, Rock and Roller Coaster was down this week, supposed to be up again today, but we're not going to go there because today is the first day of uh, Star Wars weekend. Honey, the sh- I Shrunk the Audience and Epcot is, is down right now as they turn it over to uh, an limited run of Captain EO, so you'll want to catch that if you're going to be here during the summer. Uh, Star Tours will be going down in August for their major uh, uh, refurb into a new new star tours. Uh, here in the Magic Kingdom, there's a lot of evidence of the work that started uh, on the expansion of Fantasyland. Uh, the tree from uh, the Winnie Pool Playground has been moved in front of uh, the Winnie the Pooh ride, and they'll be retheming that uh, here. And they've been, there's a lot of work being done on some of the facades of the rides here in Fantasyland as well. We're having a great time, and we look forward to hearing from you. and uh, having you guys come join us in September. Talk to you later. Bye. Have you seen our latest pictures at Flickr? Well, you can. Just go to our website, click on the Photos tab, and it'll take you from there. Or you can go to flickr.com slash photos slash these amazing places. All right, so we're going to start talking about our little intro into what to do if you want to take a trip to Washington, D.C., which, of course, is the nation capital of the United States of America. So the first thing uh, I wanted to talk about was, well, what is the best time to visit as far as weather and crowds and different things like that? Now, obviously, crowds and whatnot, that's kind of relative to what you feel like is crowded and what's not crowded. I mean... Doug and I spend a lot of time, well, we don't spend a lot of time, but we we have been in Disney parks when it's been chaotic. Oh, man. So it's not necessarily crowded per our say, but they do get crowded down in D.C. So uh, one of the things they, of course, you can visit year-round. I, I would say that one of my suggestions is don't visit in the cold 
winter. So that would be probably November, yeah, you're on the December, January, February. Those four months are probably pretty frigid. Now you can look ahead and see sometimes they're kind of like Ohio. Here in Ohio, we kind of get waves sometimes where it may be warm in the 70s in November, but then it'll dip down, you know, the night after that or something like that crazy so uh dc does have a little fluctuation in weather during the fall and the spring but for the most part november december january february those can be real frigid and you're really close to water so um it's definitely not recommended because and one of the main reasons for dc is that it's very wide open and large and there's a lot of walking so and in okay it's not i want to say that you can pipe in any time here, Doug, yeah, if you I want. Yeah, okay. But not a lot of walking if you're taking like the charter buses or different things around or you're driving around. But there are places where you can't actually drive up to the building right away. you got to walk across yards. Yeah, and security so. is so bad there right now mm-hmm. that, uh, um, yeah, that it's it's difficult for you to just drive yeah, up to. Right up to a building. Yeah. So keep that in mind when you're booking your times of where to go. We're going to go into a lot more stuff here and stuff to just keep in mind. Okay. Um, a couple of things I do. We're still on the calendar I yeah. want to talk about is the Cherry Blossom Festival. Those right. happen in the spring. Those are really active. Also in the spring, a lot of kids go from schools. There's a lot of school trips that happen. So because of that, lines are a lot longer and different things. So yeah, you may not want there. to. Stay out of there, really? You may honestly. not want to in the spring. Uh, the summer is not bad. It can get hot at times, but I've been there in the summer. It's okay. It's yeah. uh, it's pretty warm, but uh, you know it's not as crazy as the spring. And then in the fall, we we think that the fall is probably one of the best times as far as crowd sizes to go. You know, you've got the fall foliage going on. You've got beautiful uh, just weather like that, and uh, it's a it's a pretty good time. Okay, so that gives you a good feel for time of year to go. Transportation. If you're flying in, you want to Basically talk about the airports, airports mm-hmm. that you can fly into. Uh, Reagan and Dulles, it's take your pick. I mean, either one is slammed. Uh, so you're looking, yeah, you're looking at a pretty hectic uh, time when you get into uh, flying to those areas. A good example is uh, that I heard there are flights taking off or landing from Reagan International every uh, two minutes, and. We're going to do some audio later, not in this show, but much later uh, in many locations, but one I know for sure of in Arlington, and uh, you'll hear the jets and the helicopters and the mm-hmm. plane. It's just constant. Yeah. And so, and it's centrally located to, uh, to Reagan. And so obviously, it's more than just commercial flights coming in there. You know, it's military and whatever else flies in and out of there and so it, it's quite a busy airport and it the population around that area is pretty dense anyway so it is it is co- almost like a downtown like centrally located oh, yeah. city like yeah. so that's why it, it is pr- a pretty busy place so keep that in mind I, I would imagine that if you booked with a hotel that was near that area they would probably offer free shuttle service from the airport wouldn't you think that some uh, of those yeah, hotels I'm sure around there. Yeah, there are a lot of them. Because there has to be so yeah. many hotels that carry, you know, all people coming in from all over the place. Yeah. Uh, really, all over the world coming in. So okay, uh, and so and so then okay, that's, so that gets you into the airports. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess let's take you into where you're going to stay. Um, a good thing to not do, actually, whether you're driving or flying in, is don't stay outside the city. I know it's always tempting because um, a lot of times prices seem a little bit less. Um, if you stay over in like Maryland, uh, or yeah, basically Maryland. Describe what you mean there. by city, just because to clarify. Within DC. Okay, itself. so the actually District of Columbia. Yeah. You're talking about that. Uh, okay. And 
uh, the reason why I'm saying, you know, stay stay outside of those limits, but not like over into Maryland and stuff. If you get over into Maryland, the prices look great, but it will take you it'll take you two and a half hours to get in to see any attractions every day. That's wow. if you're driving. Uh, even if you're on a shuttle, uh, I know people that have been on buses and they've sat in traffic for two hours mm -hmm. each direction. And so four to five, maybe even six hours of your day is wasted in traffic. There are a lot of hotels and stuff that uh, uh, that are being renovated. Even currently, construction is going on like mad mm -hmm. within that general area. Uh, so you can find a lot of those that are new, uh, newly renovated or brand new hotels that you can go and you can get a really good price because they're anxious to get people back into them and let them know that they're open. And that's always going on, so it's not like I'm telling you this now. And six months from now, everything's going to be finished, and you're going to pay top dollar to stay there. That's not going to happen. Yeah. So it's very possible to do that. And a lot of those, too, they still have the same shuttles that will get you to a certain area. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to pipe in this. I've heard uh, there's somebody I've been talking to about this. He's been there several times. He's a school teacher, and he's taken people several times. He, he likes his favorite place to stay is around Arlington, like around the Arlington Cemetery area. Yeah. You, you may pay a That's little outside. more. Yeah. You may pay a little bit more for a, for a hotel, but he said it's a, it's a little bit out. It's a little bit not as congested, things like that, and it's easy. He enjoys going to Arlington Cemetery and some of the attractions that are around that area. I say attractions like we're in Disney yeah. or something, but the places That's that you they can are. go. They really, I mean, yeah, I guess they are. places you're going to see things, so... Mm -hmm. I mean, there are other places to go, and we'll talk about those as we move on. But uh, that might be some place to look into f when you're first going. That we and won't a lot of these recommend. two are close to the metro. If you go to a lot of those that areas, that was my next point. You, I was going to ask. They're going to take you close to the metro. Okay. Um, and in case somebody doesn't know what the metro is here, uh, the metro is uh, the like their subway system. The subway system. I yeah. Was and say. even though it's, and I know when you say subway, most people think, "Holy cow, that's horrific." I, I don't think I want to stay, you know, riding the subway. This is not the New York City subway. Well, why would you say that? Because when I think of the metro, I know what the metro is like. I mean, it's... It's clean. Yeah, yeah. It's clean, okay. but it's I, it's hard to describe when you go into the hubs. Um, they have these acoustic panels. They're all concrete, but they're like acoustic panels that are built up into the ceiling. The things are dead quiet in there mm. when you're waiting on the train to come in. If anybody goes back and listens to our New York show <laughs> and you hear the <laughs> yeah, ear, ear piercing screeching of the brakes when the subways come in, yeah. as cool as that is, and that's New York, that is not, that's not DC. Yeah. That's not what you're going to hear. Um, so, see, you tell me that, and I could have told you oh, there's nothing wrong with the subway system because I've never been on the New York one. Right. Well, so and there's basically, nothing, let's, don't, don't get me wrong. No, don't get me wrong. There's just two different animals. Um, the New York subway system was fantastic, it really worked very well when uh -huh. I was there. Uh, it could get a little confusing, but it's okay in the metro sometimes uh, yeah. to kind of figure out where you're going. Yeah. But if you get maps and you learn your way through it and you know where your stops are, it's the same way as in New York. You listen, mm -hmm. the guy's going to announce the stop. And as you come up on it, so you know where to get off. But, you, you know, mm -hmm. it's kind of one of those things. You plan ahead of time and you pay attention to where you're heading uh, from time to time. Do you have prices for the metro? You know, yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, actually, the regular fare, uh, let's see here. It's from 3 to 7 p.m. It's not like, okay, when, when we did New York shows, you could buy like a, a week, no, a day pass. Mm -hmm. And you could ride you as many times here. You can't you here. Okay. Yeah, you can pay for uh, usually like two someplace and back. 
or so many rides and then you've got to pay to get another ticket. Uh, let's see here. Anyway, regular fare is $1.75 is the minimum. 460 is the maximum, and it probably depends on the distance so, that you're traveling. Yeah, give me a ballpark. What's what's the three to seven thing? What okay, were you talking about there? Okay, I know, like, there? when we went to Arlington, uh-huh. uh, I'm trying to think here, where we were going from, not Arlington, Pentagon. We're going from the Pentagon. I'm trying to remember where we got on. Anyway, it was a fairly short ride, but I remember each direction was about what it says here. It was about $1.45. Each, each direction. direction. Yeah. Okay. And so you're looking at three bucks to get you there and get you back. So is there not, like, a... Five tokens allows you to get in and you no, ride you, wherever you want. No, you get like a metro card, and then you have so much money on that card. Okay. Um, and so it'd be basically, and then you use that card until it's used up. Okay. And then you got to get yourself another card. But what I'm saying is, how do you figure out the cost? Like, say, for instance, you go from the Pentagon to Arlington. Do you have to like ask? Oh, okay. that was the best thing that I could figure out. Because I wanted the time. to give you an idea, you know. Can you just get in with a certain number of credits, so to speak, for a certain amount of money, and then you just go? Or does it actually, whenever you exit the metro, yeah, there, you have to pay there, again to get back There is a pamphlet in. that you can get that will give you fares okay. between stations. That's fine. Yeah, I'm trying so, to dig too many details yeah. out of well, you. No, that's you okay. Know. No, that's actually mm-hmm. good. Um, that's Because I would want to know The if group I that I was ride. with, uh, mm-hmm. the leader did not think of that at the time, and... They had, and of course, That's the, fine. The, our passes were purchased ahead of time, and so I'm sure whoever purchased the passes knew what they were doing, and of course, there was enough okay. to get us to the Pentagon and back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, there's a pamphlet that you can get. I think you can even pull it up online that will give you costs between uh, fares, how much it's going to cost to get from one area to the next, so you could add up your day and figure out how much you're going to have, and even if it's $30, $30, man, is a one-way cab ride to someplace around in there, Yeah, and so just don't. Don't try to scrimp. Mm. Um, there is one other thing that you can do. We might as well just jump into that. And, of course, yeah, it's not working, so I can't bring up the website. But it is called uh, DC Tours, and it's a double-decker bus. And, actually, I don't know. You might be able to bring it up on your uh, on your thing. So this is the Hop On and Off Double-Decker Bus Tour, which is let's, on let's describe dctours.com. You want me to give the prices? Yeah, or go you ahead. Describe go ahead. First, yeah, as that's say. All right, so if you do an adult internet rate, and this is a 48-hour allotment of time to do this, it's $34.95. A child, which is ages 5 to 15, for 48 hours is $17.45. A 24-hour for an adult is $29.95, and a child rate, 24-hour, is $14.95. And there is also family rates. Uh, This one is, for example... If you want to do a 48-hour one with two adults and up to three children, that would be $87.45. And a family rate for a 24-hour one with two adults and up to three children is $74.95. And once again, that's found on dctours.com. They have plenty. Dot, dot US, isn't it? Oh, sorry, sorry. dctours.us. Yes, good job, because I forgot it. Yeah. And Anyway, they have plenty more things on here related to other stuff like that. There is a little... little thing here I want to read. Tours begin at 9 a.m. daily. Timing of final loop departures vary by season, but will be approximately 5 p.m. So keep that in mind. And there's also a lot of different stuff in here that you should uh, take note of. But this is a very good place if you don't have a car right. or you can't don't want to pay to drive around or anything. It's, it's a great place to, to do tours for Seeing all the hot spots, the big attraction hot spots that a lot of people want to see. Now, when we say tour bus, this is not like you're on the same bus all day. What it means by hop on, hop off, just in case somebody doesn't know this, is 
they're, you're going to see these buses all day long. They're double-decker buses. They're red. Everywhere you go, there are hundreds of these buses. Almost like you're in London or yeah, something. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Everywhere mm-hmm. you go, you see them. So what it means is hop off. Let's say you're going to go to the National Archives, which can take a long time to get into. Plus, then you may want to spend four hours while you're in there. All right? You spend as long as you want. You come back out. A bus comes by. Hop back on the bus. Go to your next location, wherever you want to go. Hop off. Spend as much time as you want. Mm-hmm. And so you're not trapped onto just being stuck on uh, on one single bus. Yes. And so I just want to make sure everybody understands that. Let me hop back to, we were talking about the Metro, and I wanted to give the website for the Metro so somebody can go on there and figure yes, out good whatever idea. you want. You'll see stuff on fares and all that stuff on there. It is WMATA.com, and then you can go to slash fares, which mm-hmm. is one of them. But if you just go to that WMATA.com, that'll take you, and you can click on your links and stuff wherever you want to go from there. Mm-hmm. So anyway... That really, I mean, it covers a lot. Just those buses, I think, were a fantastic idea. Yeah. And so, and then they offer other things there. And you can see that when you go to their site. Keep in mind, if you don't have the time to dig through all this stuff and find all this information, Pam is more than willing to book some kind of a deal to get a whatever kind of a days, how many ever days you want to spend there. Um, in fact, Kimon, that might be a good idea. How many days would you say would be ideal place? to spend? To spend in D.C., say a normal family of four, two adults, two to children. To spend a decent amount of time and not kill yourself? Yes. Five days? Five days. That's And that's just, that's not spending like three and four hours in I, each place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's spending some longer days. But I would say, yeah, at least, at least five days. We mm-hmm. did it. We did a lot of locations. You'll hear here in a little bit in three and a half, four days. But that was grueling, man. And if, if I had young kids, that would not be an enjoyable yeah. trip. Mm-hmm. So... Okay, that's good to know because I was thinking about that. But Pam, once again, uh, her number is 1-800-522-3073 or email us, podcast at theseamazingplaces.com, and we'll hook you up with her. Yeah, uh, she definitely could get some kind of package deal for you if you're interested in that. And, of course, she can book flights and the whole deal, so you don't have to worry about any of that. So keep that in mind as we chuck along because now we can say that which is great because i feel that we can say all that we want to say and we can say go do this go do that but we don't really know and we're not just leaving you hanging yeah, out there. yeah hey great that's a great trip i have no idea how to tell you to book it or get there uh-huh. you might go to expedia thinking wow doug and adam <laughs> had a great idea but when i went through to try to make it all happen what a nightmare yes and so now at least that i can be confident that somebody's not going to go through that mm-hmm all right. Did you have anything more you wanted to say before you get to the things that we're yeah, going to talk quickly, about? I just want to talk Go about ahead. two. When you are within a lot of locations, let's say you're going to the Smithsonian's in D.C., there are a lot of locations that are all close together, so you're not hopping on and off the bus or doing whatever to get mm-hmm. there. You can walk from one to the next. A lot of time on your feet, but each one usually has places to eat, gift shops, stuff like that, so you can get everybody off their feet for a little bit mm-hmm. if you want to do that. Um, okay. It's not, obviously, as we've, you've heard us discuss here, not a good idea to drive into the city. You'll be stuck in traffic all day long. You can forget seeing anything except for the inside of your car. And so don't don't make that mistake. Also, you can't get close to the buildings. So if you're going to drive in, maybe if you drive into town and you're not staying in a town, that's okay. Park your car, then go do these things. Go ride the metro to get to other places, and right. then you'll go back to your car eventually. Right. But, yeah. Okay, another idea is whatever hotel you're staying in, before you leave for the day, go to your concierge department, your area in your hotel, and get a concierge map from them. You can buy maps. You can find a lot of stuff online. But from what I'm told, the best maps 
that you'll find is what the concierge has in your hotel. I'm guessing those are free too. Yeah, they're yeah. free. Yep. So. But they're, they're and they're well put together because obviously mm. they want to serve you well, mm -hmm. and so they're not going to give you a map that has you wandering around. On top of that. I don't know if anybody has ever looked at DC. Look at the Google map as much as you can because a lot of it is off of there. But uh, DC is set up more like a European city, such as Paris. It is not set up, I think I've said this in the past maybe, but it is not set up like most American cities. Um, everything runs. You have streets that do run north, south, east, and west, but then you also have uh, streets that run diagonal through all those. And it's very confusing for a lot of people. Hence the reason why you want to make sure that you have that map because. Mm -hmm. If somebody says it's on this block at that intersection, holy cow, you can have three streets yeah. intersecting all in one place. You, there's not a lot of American cities where you have three streets that are intersecting. Yeah. And so most people would get confused. There's there's one shot that you see on the news all the time. I think it's it's from the Capitol building. Yeah. Is that Pennsylvania Avenue? That's that pointing towards. Yep. Yeah, that street I think is diagonal, right? Yes. Yeah. See, that's one thing you never know on the news because they, of course, they don't show it because they don't need to. They're just showing the Capitol building. But no, and they're real careful now about what gets shown from the air. Yeah. I mean. But I mean, anyway, that's point. my point is saying it's easy to see from the news what's going on, but it's not when you're there. Right. You're physically there to like figure it out. It's it's a little oh, tough. tough. And I've been in that. In, it's tough, and you don't I've been want in that wandering, mm -hmm. and and some maps even can do that to you if they're not well put together. Last thing that I want to tell people is if it's hot and you're there in the summer or if you're not, do the nighttime tours of a lot of the monuments oh, yeah. and stuff. It's supposed mm -hmm. to be. Of course, I was there at nighttime maybe with a couple, but since we were there so kind of late into this time of the year, the days are really long, so you got to be out until you know, 10 o'clock at night before you're right. in absolute darkness. But seeing, we have a shot of the uh, Lincoln. Yeah. memorial that was coming up on uh -huh. coming up at uh, sunset. sunset i actually and put that up public right so people yep. could see it yeah and so absolutely mm -hmm. gorgeous and to see a lot of the, like the korean war memorial the vietnam wall the world war ii memorial lincoln's memorial a lot of these obviously some of them like the washington monument are closed at dark so you're not gonna be able to get in there mm -hmm. but the others jefferson some of those things are majestic yeah and the nighttime i can only imagine well, so anyway somebody told me that that you'll see a lot less people out you get a lot more time it's quiet it's cool there's something about the nighttime and the stillness of it when you're near them it's a lot more peaceful mm -hmm. and so yeah it's something to consider i was gonna say it probably depends on what who you're with and what you want to do kids may get a little restless now they can be walking and there's a lot of room to walk so at night but typically at night, there's a lot of museums. Everything's mostly closed down. Yep. But if it's if it's late like this season, obviously in the fall, depending on when the sun sets, um, you know, dark may mean everything's closed. But anyway, what I'm saying is, yeah, that's a great idea if you're looking to relax and you just need an evening to just just slow down and take in just the atmosphere. Because I have definitely seen DC at night, and yeah, it is pretty cool. In fact, I can remember. Uh, down, down well, Planet Hollywood is no longer there anymore, but Hard Rock Cafe Hard Rock was Cafe. right there. It's right yeah. close to Ford's Theater. Yeah. I remember Printing hanging out. Engraving, I think, was around that area. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the, you're like, right. It was night, close to so. Ford's Theater. Very mm -hmm. good. Good memory. So, anyway. Okay. Do you have anything more nope, you want to say? That's it. I think that okay. we've kind of purged everything I can think of that's a generalized thing to being there. Mm -hmm. We're going to go into a lot more detail later, and Doug's going to say his list here soon of what we're going to talk about. But I think one of the things we're, our goal is, each time we go over these things, is to give you the best way to get to these attractions and go and visit in the times. Uh, one thing that I would like to do that we've 
kind of dug more information is what are those things that people don't normally go see in DC and what are the unusual things that you don't know about and I think I want to give one away right now and that is there are stalactites underneath the Lincoln Memorial and there's like caverns and there's like caverns right under there we'll go into that story a lot later but I just thought you know that is something that not a lot of people no. that I know of know about no, that. No, so right. it's kind of cool. It's all over the internet. You can look it up, but you don't really know. It's kind of like these hidden secrets that might be in a theme park somewhere. But anyway, so D- Doug, why don't you tell okay. me? I have a list, list of everything that we're going to be covering, uh, not in just absolute order, but over time here. Um, wow. Over the next few months, even. Uh, however long it takes as we go through to each To cover event. everything. Yeah, so I'll just kind of go through them. I'll tell you a little bit, not about the actual place, but just about some of the stuff that we'll have coming up. And they're not going to come up in the order that I give you. They'll fall into whatever order we decide to do them at the time. All right, uh, first we have Washington Monument, and we're going to have pics, of course, pictures, a lot of those, and uh, video and some audio, of course, to do with the audio show. Uh, the Lincoln Memorial, uh, I've got... There's going to be a lot of pictures. I believe I have some video there. I have audio. Most of these are going to fall into that uh, World War you know, II memorial. Most yeah, of this stuff, you have yeah. pictures of video. Right. You can just so tell I'm just them the list give you and everything. World War II memorial, uh, Vietnam memorial, Korean War memorial, the Holocaust memorial, Arlington Cemetery, and a lot of stuff that goes on there. Uh, Mount Vernon, which is where Washington lived. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the National Cathedral, Air and Space, Smithsonian. The uh, Air and Space American History, Air and Space, uh, I'm saying Air here, and Space, Smithsonian yeah. American History, it's the Smithsonian, Smithsonian Natural History, uh, the Capitol Building, uh, the White House, but not inside. It's just going to kind of be from the outside, and there'll just be some short stuff we'll say about that. Uh, Lafayette Park, the Iwo Jima, which is the Marine Memorial, mm-hmm. uh, Jefferson Memorial, Ford Theater. We'll cover a little bit more on the Metro Rail. Uh, a place called Toby's Dinner Theater that's actually over in Maryland that we went to. It's really entertaining. Cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, Great you know, people. I wanted to say food. Yeah. Food yeah. is food. one thing we'll yeah. cover. Union Station, which is a neat old place, fantastic architecture mm-hmm. in this place. Metro runs through there, and there's food. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's see here. Uh, Library of Congress. Uh, the Reagan Building, which there's food in. It's, I'll give you some information on it later, but it's a cool building. Uh, printing and engraving, that's where the money's printed, everybody. <laughs> so, and that's that's it. Cool. I think that's all the locations. And we'll some of those, I would almost venture to say we're gonna we might split those up into two. Like I'm thinking right now, Arlington Seminary might cemetery seminary. There's Arlington things. Cemetery. It might take some time because we got the change of the guard and we've got different things. JFK's flame. Yeah. A, a lot of stuff that is a lot to visit that. It would take a lot to describe and to talk about. There are so, so many stories mm-hmm. I have of uh, stuff that I saw, of course, while I was there. But there was a real rare moment, and I could not videotape it. I couldn't, it, out of respect for what happened. But I can at least tell you about it yeah. when we get to that point. Cool. It was just, yeah, it was not something that you hardly ever see in there. And it happened Cool. while I was there. So That's awesome. Okay, so yeah, that kind of gives you a feel for DC. It, it was a kind of a rough an intro, but as we continue with our show, we're going to go and hit these certain points, and the title of the shows will more than likely be the titles of those attractions we're going right. to cover, just like we've done with Disney, because we feel that it's necessary to cover all these details if you really want to have a good trip when you go to Washington, no, D.C. No, that's exactly mm-hmm. right. That's why we do 
each and every place and we try to go into full detail and not just do like a live recording of us walking through eight different places mm-hmm. it's just i don't think it's great to hear and all that and it's great for us at the time because hey we're having fun mm-hmm. but when you finish listening to that how much have you really figured out that's going to help you to be able to go into there and enjoy yourself and feel well well prepared when you walk in one place also dc does require you to plan ahead a little bit because you can't walk into some of these 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 things without getting right. reservations and getting tickets ahead of time you can't right. i mean for security reasons they've got this stuff planned There's out some ahead. of these places i mean so yeah i mean and, you're looking at a couple of years sometimes. and a lot of it's free but right. you still need to plan ahead you can't just walk go there and be like hey can i tour or whatever yeah all right um, so, all right, we're good, and we're going to break here, and we'll be back in a second. Okay, sorry, we had to take a quick break. Doug's mic was uh, cutting out Freaking there. Freaking out He's, on me again. Yeah. It's just when Adam wants to shut me up, he yeah. just kicks the switch and turns the mic off. Doug, all right, we're Doug's done. Doug's babbling again. <laughs> Kick the switch. <laughs> Hey, thanks so much for listening, everybody. Thanks for sticking with us for our big announcement. And we, of course, didn't announce it ahead of time because it just came out. But once again, if you want to call Pam, it's 1-800-522-3073. We're going to post all this stuff on a website eventually and get some stuff going. So that way you have it documented if you want to book a trip anywhere. Hey, really. you know what, too? Her quotes are free. I did mention that. Go right. ahead. And so, but give her, seriously, give her a ring and give her a shot. If you're interested at all, if you're thinking about going somewhere, give her a shot. Just give her a ring. It's not going to cost you anything. She's really a nice lady. So just give her a shot, everybody. Okay. Well, hey, thanks again, everybody. We'll be doing a lot more Washington, D.C. stuff. We've got a lot more other things planned like we always do. And, of course, there's always something in the bucket for uh, Disney that we just have not covered because we've got a ton of Disney stuff still. So. And a trip coming up in September. Yeah. That's, that's I don't know we if we've said forget. that yet. Yeah, yeah. Let's we not forget. All right. Thanks, everybody. Hope you're having a great May week. And I hope you... Turn s- the air conditioning on. Well, in here. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. See thanks ya. so much. See ya. Bye. I like to travel. I like to drive. I like the music. All night. Show me. This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. Copyright 2010. Thanks for listening. You know what? Let's stop here. Let's take a break for a second. And let's uh, just pull it up. Okay, we're back. Adam's holding the uh, costs here. A good idea of what it costs to was, ride the bus. That was a long gap. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was <laughs> it for everybody else, not for us. We yeah. took a fast pass. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> All right. Um,